for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Prepare for the attack of the android. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today is Wednesday, August 19th, 2015, episode 166 of Tag the Androids. Join us every week. Wednesday? Is today Wednesday? That's the right day. I'm Matt. That's Eric. What's up, Eric? Uh, not much. I just I have an unusual craving for Subway all of a sudden. I don't get Interesting. it. Interesting. Six or 12-inch? Joey mm-hmm. also joining us. What's up, Joey? I like my sandwiches footlong. I'm just saying. Oh. All right. Nick Carroll also joining us. What's up, Nick? I'm not going for a meatball sub this time. Sorry. Appreciate that. Keeping it classy. Rounding them off. Shane Brady, what's up, Shane? I'll just say hi. I pre- Shane, I appreciate that. That's a safe that. bet. I appreciate that a lot. More than you know, buddy. Uh, so besides that, is there? Uh, there's no Android angle to that, so we really can't talk about that. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm glad, but I'm sorry. Uh, but the OnePlus 2 is out with some reviews. Uh, I, I, I believe Jared is an iPhone user. That would make sense. I mean, that would make a lot of sense. As far as like... where this all started. Yeah. I'm not going to add to that because I also host another show that gets like a lot dirtier than this one. And I will take this one right here like immediately to that. And then it just like... So I'm just going to... One plus two reviews are out. Eric, tell us about them, please. What? Yeah, the one plus two. <clears throat> well, I mean, I would say in summary, I think that uh, most people think it's a decent phone, but a little disappointing. Mm, how so? Well, a lot of it has to do with the, uh, you know, it. They, I think that uh, who who wrote this? Uh, la la la, an Ars Technica. Mm. Ron Amadeo, mm-hmm. our favorite Android reviewer, um, he said they cut the wrong corners to uh, to stay on budget, which you know I I think I might agree with him. Mm, that, um, that makes you know, sense. We, we talked about yeah, we talked about it before. They cut the uh, they cut the NFC, um, so there's there's no NFC, there's no wireless charging, um, there's no quick charge, I, no quick charge, and I think the biggest disappointment is that there's still that stupid invite system. Yeah. Um, but now people people have it in their hands. Uh, the photos are okay. Um, it's kind of cool. In the Ars Technica review, uh, they did some side-by-sides between the OnePlus 2, the OnePlus 1, uh, I think the Samsung Galaxy S6, and the Nexus 5. Um, and I, by far, the Samsung Galaxy S6 had the nicer photos. Um, Are you talking? The OnePlus 2 is only marginally better. Is this its photogenicness or the photos its camera takes? The quality of the, of the images, yeah. Of the f- of the photo, so not not how good of picture it takes, not how good the OnePlus Two looks, because with that, I think it would get an even lower rating Ooh. because it looks like crap. Low blows, but bro. Low the phone blows. looks like crap. I think so. I, I I don't like the design of it. I did you did you have a one plus one? No. Are you familiar yeah. with the rectangle? The sandstone really works. 
Yeah, I know it makes it really grippy. Yeah, yeah, it, it, that's a really good idea. It, it, I mean, I sold mine last week, um, but that's actually the, the one plus one was better looking phone in person than I thought in pictures. Hmm. But it took terrible pictures, hmm. and it's just, it doesn't sound like the one plus two takes much better quality pictures. And I, I've heard varying stories about the camera speed. Like some people said it's a dog slow, and then. The reviews seem to say it's okay, but it takes slow pictures. Yeah, I've seen the camera comparison that Marquez Brownlee did, MKBHD, and uh, it, it was about middle of the pack, but he was comparing to other flagships like the S6 and uh, some of the others like the G4, I'm trying to remember the other two. The, I can't remember the other two. The HTC one wasn't in there, the M9, but uh, it was it was pretty decent there, and but that was the pre-release model, so... It's possible that if the camera software has been upgraded, that, that may have been improved. So, but but for me, there you know I think they cut the wrong corners. For example, it's got dual SIM support, but no micro SD slot. Um, and it, yeah, and as as mentioned, you know it doesn't have NFC, which it's kind of an oversight considering Android Pay is is coming out to replace Wallet essentially. And the two uh, notable you know charging features, wireless charging and, and quick charging. Aren't there? So you know, it's more like a traditional phone in that sense. So, could you it know, be, could it ahead, be that everybody was overhyping this because they came out of the gate with such an amazing product the last time, and now this is their second phone, and they're expecting the same level of greatness? because they were surprised the last time and now they're not getting the same level of greatness because yeah. they've just made a, a few decisions to come in at a lower price point and that's disappointing, yeah. disappointing people. Yeah, it's great I, relative to its price. It's great relative to its price. I mean, it's, it's not on the same level as the Galaxy S6, but the Galaxy right. S6 is $300 more expensive. So. You know, but Joe, yeah. they, they overhyped it is the problem. Yeah, agreed. Okay. And the OnePlus One was flat out overall for the price great phone i use i think i talked about the show before it's like the conference phone because the battery life was insane on that thing um had a great display same size as the iphone 6 yeah um and it was like 350 i mean it was ridiculously cheap and it was a great phone it's still fast like i didn't get rid of it because it was bad. I sold it because I have like 17 phones and uh, it's time for the, the next generation. But I tell you, the one, one thing I am interested in the OnePlus 2 is as a dev phone. Mm, because it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a phone that has good enough specs that, you know, you're not going to be running to any, um, you, you know, you'll be able to do some good dev on it. And um, But without the NFC quick charging, the fact I, I don't have to take it, it's not as big a deal if I never leave the house with it. Mm, yeah. Well, from my perspective, I mean, quick charging is nice on my Nexus 6. I like it. I use it. But to be brutally honest, I use it basically once a day, which is when it's plugged in overnight to charge. So it doesn't actually need that for the overnight charging um, because, you know, it's going to sit there for a few hours and, and soak up juice. So it, to me, that's almost a non-feature. I could live without it if I had to. Um, and NFC... I don't know. I'm 50-50 on the idea. Yeah, I don't personally use NFC. I used to. I never used it for Android Pay. But what I do use is wireless charging because whenever I go to work, 
the wireless charger, I love dropping my phone on that and just forgetting about it. I, I get tired of, you know, plugging it in. So wireless charging is huge for me at least. So I, I need quick charging. I use, I, I'm surprised the number of times I use quick charging, mm-hmm. to be honest, even though I rarely leave the house. Um, you know, you just, uh, you never worry about leaving, you never worry about leaving it off the, the charger or, because yeah. I have my Nexus 6 sitting on a wireless charger if I accidentally don't have it on there. Um, so for, know, someone that tra- for someone that travels a lot, it may be more of an issue for them because they may be more inclined to use, you know, Android Pay, you know, and use the quick charging and use wireless because they're more mobile. But I think us in this group, at least, we're probably less, we're not out all the time. So we probably don't yeah, need that so much. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're traveling a lot, Joey, and then you, you get a, oh, a quick charge a USB adapter for your car, that's perfect. Um, if you're at a conference, you know, you can quick charge with a battery, quick charge batteries, or you can just find an outlet in like 15 minutes, gets you through the rest of the, the hours. So I don't know that everybody would use quick charge on a daily basis. I think most people leave it on charge overnight, drive to work, put it on a charger at work. And then um, deal with it. But you can't brag about it being a flagship killer in 2016 yeah. and not have like late 2014 features. Yeah. So now, again, hold on a minute. I, I know that this is one of those things where you're going, all right, it's the flagship, it's the big phone, it's supposed to have all the features, blah, 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 blah. But here's the kicker if it is the if it is the newest model from the same company, it has the same build quality. It has better performance, better specs, bigger screen, more uh, better looking graphics, blah, 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 blah. But it costs significantly less than the competition that also has those things. You need to look at where you're going to sell more phones. Yeah, it's definitely, going, yeah, it's definitely mean, a trade-off. Yeah. Toyota sells more Camrys and Corollas maybe not combined than they do their, uh, their higher end luxury model. Yeah, that's yeah, because yeah. more people want to buy a less expensive vehicle because they, <laughs> that's what they can afford. More people are going to buy a cheaper phone, which is by the way, if you're a company, what you want to do <laughs> is sell right. more phones. Um, and maybe they've but made you need an invite to get this phone. Like your argument. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but this phone is difficult to get. Um, hmm. And, you know, let's pray that they don't have the same build quality as the OnePlus One because there were a lot of problems with the OnePlus One with uh, screen tinting issues. Um, I'm trying to think of what the other things were. Uh, but, I, the questions I got to ask were the yellowing of the screen yeah. and touch uh, the touch sensors on the touch sensors that be on the screen. Okay. Uh, people, were, people were concerned about the whether or not the, I guess, the digitizer was working or not. Yeah. If you look at Demir Frank's channel, he has a video where he, he shows on screen the actual gradient that the OnePlus One had in terms of yellowing towards, I think it was the bottom, remember correctly. So Demir Frank, he has a good video on that. Uh, the other thing, Joey, is that the, the Motorola released a phone that's not available in the U.S., um, the HTC Play, which is a pretty price competitive with the OnePlus Two. For the Moto Wait, X Play. The Moto X Play. The, the, the Moto, Moto X Play. X Play. What was that, Eric? I, you said HTC. I was trying to figure out which phone you were. Oh, sorry, it's Motorola. Yeah, it's a Motorola uh, Moto X Play. Very price competitive and maybe better features. Yeah, one thing I wanted to mention real quick. Yeah, but if it's not available over here, then it's not comparing apples to apples. 
Well, they may release a version. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but even the even the even the flagship phone, the Moto X, isn't that much more than the OnePlus Two, and it's going to be available. It's going to be um, customizable more than the um, OnePlus Two. But again, though, the problem with the customizable things, and and I I pitch this and I pitch this, and and I realize that we are the type of people that if we were into cars. We would be the ones that would be tweaking things and putting aftermarket exhaust on and customizing and doing all that stuff. We're not. We're electronics geeks. So we're the types that are going to spec out the phones and and make sure that they, the, the case gets you extra radio waves and it's got a battery in it and it can make coffee and it can do all this cool stuff. Right, That's just, what we are. But the normal person is not going to spend – Fifty percent more over the purchase price of a phone just to be able to comp- just be able to customize it. No, but this customization two is has nothing to do with this type of this customization is the um like the the, the color do it. Yeah, the design of the phone. Uh, uh, one thing uh, I'll mention is OnePlus has said they they are coming out with another phone uh, this year, so they may have something with other features. So yeah, that phone is going to be. Is going to be all the things they forgot out of the OnePlus Two. Yeah, hopefully so. I'm they're like, going to sort out their R and D on a slightly cheaper model. They're going to sort out their build quality on a slightly cheaper model. Expectations will be lower because the model is slightly cheaper and it doesn't have the features. They'll get their stuff sorted out and then they'll come out with the next one, which will be the OnePlus Two and a Half or the OnePlus Three Plus or the Three S or who knows. Um, so- it looks like the OnePlus 2 and the Moto X start out at the same price. Hmm. That's cool. And the Moto X has got a much better camera. Wow. I never thought I'd hear someone say that. <laughs> and then OnePlus? I mean, that's not hard. Yeah, and I, well, the Moto, it, I mean, the original Moto X sucked when it yeah. came to the camera, as far as I understand. The current um, model... It wasn't... Hold on a minute. First-gen Moto X, my... Oh... Sorry, Eric. Uh, for, i got to contradict you on that one. First-gen Moto X, my ex-wife had one. Um, the camera beat the snot out of the Moto G, which I agree isn't necessarily the best comparison, but um, I feel that my You're HTC... comparing the one model to the lower model. We're talking well, about... Just like, I'm thinking like flagship to flagship. It was yeah, not I okay, fine, but All right, let me put it this way. It was, it was not quite as good as the HTC One first-gen, but it was not remarkably inferior. I don't think it was worse than the OnePlus One camera, which I know is not. For, it was not. It's the same thing with all these phones. It's it's low light. It's low light. That's really the issue. Yeah, Nexus Six low light camera performance is awful. Both Ant Pruitt and I agree on that. It's it's just not. It doesn't cut the mustard in low light. Yeah, I've got a lot of good shots with mine at dusk, but. Um, yeah, so the thing is, the OnePlus 2 under it's, the thing is, I would tell somebody just get a Moto X Pure, honestly. Yeah, I I'm think very I agree. happy with mine. Sorry, didn't mean to talk over here. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm just very happy with my Nexus 6. I would recommend that to anybody. Indeed, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a pretty good phone. <laughs> Speaking of the Nexus uh, program, we had some uh, some leaked pictures. I don't know if we need to use uh, air quotes with that. Um, featuring what seems to be the next Nexus 5, uh, codenamed Bullhead. Uh, and this is the LG Nexus, not the Huawei. 
not the Howie Nexus. What do you guys think? Uh, you know, the what do you think just from these pictures? Uh, how it looks? What you think? You know, what what kind of features it's going to have? It looks pretty decent, but I'm just not sure if it's real or not. Um, it it looks like it could be photoshopped. Like if you look at the word Nexus, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It just seems like it's mm-hmm. off. But it might be the words "not for sale" that's throwing me off. Um, I've also seen a, another picture of a Nokia phone, Nokia, whatever you call it. It looks identical to this, but without the Nexus uh, logo. So I'm concerned. Well, the the pictures that are here uh, are, I would call it decidedly low quality and don't tell you a whole lot, uh, quite frankly. But one thing that it does look, if you look at the camera lens, it appears to be bulged out. Yeah, they said, um, that's been rumored multiple multiple places now. Yeah, and that that would indicate to me an actual zoom lens, possibly built into the camera. If that were the case, that would, and I state this without too much fear of contradiction, be a revolution for uh, people that are photographing stuff with a smartphone. And uh, Eric's got the uh, screen up here. Yeah, don't think yeah, I can, you can take a look. This is I, think it looks, I think it looks pretty good. The only thing I can think of is that might account for the bulge as well, is it may be a relatively thin phone, like the uh, iPhone, like the last couple iPhones and uh, the... Uh, Samsung does the same thing. Yeah, the Samsung. Thank you. I couldn't think of it. I think even the Nexus would. I mean, the Nexus goes out of its way to create the little style of it, but... <laughs> I think it looks legit. I mean, to me, it looks legit, and I think it, obviously they made a mistake by getting rid of the Nexus Five last year. Yeah, I think it's probably come in around the three hundred to three hundred fifty dollars range. I think yeah. it's gonna be pretty good. Well, I think they knew that 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 would cut into their Nexus Six sales. That's my opinion. So yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where if you're gonna offer, you know, hypothetically, if you offered a phone that was three and a half inch, four inch, five inch, six inch, and a seven inch phablet, I mean. You're splitting your market. You're creating, you know, yeah, six, five, six different models. Yeah, right. the next, if if you're not stealing from yourself, if you're going to make right. a certain amount of profit and then another, you know, divide it up between. I, I every single every single model has its own R and D costs. No matter even if the hardware is identical, because you have a different size case, different size screen, and there's R and D and stuff that has to go into that. So they have to look at it and recoup all of the costs for a different model. So if you're going to deliberately pirate your own sales, you need to have enough difference in your products so that someone's going to say, okay, I want the smaller one because it's easier to carry, or I want the bigger one because I want the big screen. And they're not going to go for one of the middle models that goes, eh, well, maybe here in the middle. Right, but they must have figured that they lost more sales overall not having the cheaper I mean, the Nexus 5 was, I mean, for a Nexus phone, it was really successful. Everybody loved it. I mean, it's still a good-looking phone. I mean, it's still the one I, I put uh, I put Marshmallow on it this week. Um, I think it's smart. They need, a, they need a phone that's from them that's a cheap dev phone that devs can buy that will have the latest, greatest version of, uh, of Android on it. Yeah, I'm actually still spoiled by my Nexus 5. I'm not even interested in getting another phone simply because this is, Still working so great. So, Nexus Five, the camera on the Nexus Five, underrated. Yeah, yeah, underrated. Yeah, they're not stealing from anybody. Like with, I, I can tell you, just like my wife, when when she saw the Nexus Six, it was dis like 
she she was disappointed because she doesn't want a huge phone like that. Uh, phablets are not for everybody, so it makes sense for them to have a phablet offering, but yeah. they also need to have a regular phone for regular sized, you know, people people <laughs> people that want the regular sized phones. And I do agree that the six inch is can be a bit big at times. <laughs> I agree. Um, it's huge, Joey. I'm talking about the phone here. Um, yeah, but um, that's like yeah. I thought we stopped talking about Subway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, you have to understand, and I happen to have it right here. Uh, I mean, Joey, honestly, you must have gorilla hands like I do if you can hold it next to six comfortably because the thing is monstrous. Yeah. Okay, white case is the mo- is the Nexus Six, and the black. Ca- uh, actually, it's not even in the case. Just hold, black hold it the same is- They that are is, at the same depth. That thing is <laughs> the same plane. That is cartoonishly big, is- like Roger Rabbit, cartoonishly big. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but this is a Moto G, and this is the Nexus Six. So I got to tell you something. I went from this barely able to type on the dang thing. Constantly trying to zoom and go, you know, and pull yeah. apart and go, yeah, da, 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 trying to see things. Then I get onto this sucker and I'm like, all right, I have a phone that I can play Vice City on and actually see everything. And yeah. for and for the rest of the listeners that like to use a sausage as a stylus, you'll experience what Joey was <laughs> going through. And a bigger phone is better for that. But if you can hold your phone and you can't hit like the top corner of it, then it's too big. Oh yeah, I mean, this the Nexus Six requires two hands I mean, for sure. Unless you're Joey and you can just palm it like a basketball. Even, <laughs> well, Joey's I mean, a size queen. Just leave him alone. <laughs> I, I, I don't have huge, huge hands, but I do have. I, I did feel cramped on the G. I didn't know I they did, made bears yeah. in size queens. That's awesome. Now, can you can you believe that actual adults used this little phone, this iPhone five C? That's an iPod. <laughs> That's not a phone. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, if my next phone in October, when I have an upgrade finally, if if it it can't be bigger than this, your last upgrade. Actually, they're not giving any upgrades anymore, right? Well, I still have one. Oh, we're on Verizon still. Yeah, yeah. I may switch though. I don't know. I may switch to AT and T. We'll see. I wouldn't go to AT and T if I were you. That well, Depends I, on your I, area. I've heard. I've had. I've heard too many things from people. It's one of those things where it's it's regional. In this area, AT&T is borderline and or awful. In other areas, maybe that's great. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's great, it's great in this area. I've been on AT&T for a few years now. At least in this yeah. I'm in Houston, so. Yeah, but in Houston, you guys got everything. You got you can you could have podunk middle of nowhere wireless, and you'd have it in Houston. Right, and, which is where I live. <laughs> oh, where right. I live, so, too. Uh, what you need to do is then take your, uh, your wireless service, Nick, and transport it up to Shane. <laughs> Uh, via yeah. the internet. No, I, I, uh, I, I'm on Cricket, which is AT&T subsidiary, and um, it's a uh, it's great coverage here. Verizon's great. Sprint and T-Mobile will blow. Yeah. Well, you know what they're going to come out with for the next uh, plan that they're going to call it, right? Going to go from Cricket to Grasshopper. Oh, <laughs> sweet Jesus, Joey! I th- I think that calls for a transition. Uh, I think I should have said with a little more humor. What can I say? No, that was good. We needed a soundboard for that. We all failed. Oh well. Wah, wah, wah.
Alrighty. Um, whew, that was that was not good. Yeah, um, I saw I saw matches. I was doing the same thing. You disoriented, Eric. <laughs> so okay, Joe, you asked about the Fallout Shelter game. Do you really want to know about the Fallout Shelter game? I'm going to yes. take your silence to mean that you're eating. Um, <laughs> well, uh, well I, I guess I'm just wondering what it is and if it's worth bothering to play or not. Yes, it is amazing. So the Fallout, if, you, if people are not in the know, this is the same people that made uh, uh, Skyrim and Elder Scrolls. They make these big open world games. Oh, they make Fallout. So this is Fallout like the PlayStation, the PlayStation <laughs> game, right? It's not like some some doomsday prepper knockoff where they're like, "Here is your Fallout shelter. Now you have to stock it with things like SimCity." Sort of, except the doomsday has already happened. Yes. Yeah. Wasteland out here, wastelands over there. You are underground in your little bunker, and you got to survive. You got to make the babies. You got to build the uh, the electricity and the water treatment centers. Makes um, sense. Okay, so this is Sim City in a cave. It's Sim it's Fallout. Like, Sim. I think it's like a tower defend, tower defender type game. Against marauders. There are some aspects to that sometimes. What are you? What Go are ahead, the? Matt, sorry. What are the villains? Are they marauders or zombies or what are we? What are we up against? Is it the Fallout characters from the game? From. So you, it's it's all in the style of uh, sort of like the Pip Boy. Uh, character in fallout and i can pull up i can pull it up real quick and show you guys um but like every once in a while you'll get like human marauders that will come in starting um you'll get human marauders that'll come in you'll get like mutant animal things that'll come in and cockroaches um, the rat you'll get cockroaches sorry um, so it's basically like they took all of the people that have ever been on attack of the androids and put them into a game no, Joey, it's nothing like that. It's very oh. rude that you'd even suggest It's only it. the highest no, quality I was material. wondering, because I was thinking, where's the fat, geeky guy with the beard character? Oh, he's in there. Yeah, they're in there. They're working the... Uh, he's the one playing play. the game, if you look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so it is... Uh, sorry, it's, it's uh, still loading. Um, it does not require a, uh, a constant Wi-Fi connection, which is good, which is sort of what differs it from other games, sort of, you know, like the Simpsons tapped out and stuff. Uh, here we go. So I'll show you guys a little bit. So uh, one of my two of my dwellers just had a baby. So I'm just going to say okay. And it's it's one of those things where you're sort of collecting resources. So you have the resource bar up here. You have to like there's a there's a cooldown. You have to tap and collect the resources. Um, and you 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 have to man basically you have to manage the resources. You have to manage the happiness of your dwellers. Um, and uh, you know, as you get more dwellers, you get access to more things. Like I am, I was just able to get access to a Nuka Cola bottling center. Ain't that nice? So it's just like a, it's it's a fun game that just throughout the day you can open it up and tap a few things, get some points, and yeah, playable on Android TV, by the way. Hmm? What's that? It works on Android TV. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, I. How could that be fun? Hmm. Well, no, because I mean it's the same game. It's, but if you, then you got to bring your TV into the bathroom. It's like a whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I, how do you do the tapping? Are you just like are you just using the controller to like scroll down and click yeah, things? Yeah, or just, just uh, no, no, he's got one of those devices we talked about last week from yeah, Indiegogo that allows him to screen. You guys hate it on TV, Eric, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. 
You have not played I just never game. thought to. So this yeah. sounds an awful lot like it could be as addicting as like pocket trains, where you get started with it and you just can't stop, and you start checking it throughout the day, and it becomes like an obsession. And then eventually you lose your house because you're not making mortgage payments. I've wife. never, I've never played pocket trains. Um, you know, what, uh, that's his epic for the week. No. I got stuck on it for about three weeks, and um, it was a bad thing because I was like literally, oh, I got five minutes. Hold on, let me check, you know, and type thing. And it was, oh, you, when you when you start basing your life around a video game, that's when you really need to reevaluate your priorities. No, no, when your life is based around a mobile video game. <laughs> yeah, even when, worse. When Fallout 4 comes out, it is entirely reasonable to revolve your life around Fallout 4. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one thing I have a problem with. A console to play it on. It's, it or plays on a PC. Oh, this, well. it, so it has it has ties into Google Play Games, so there's achievements and things like that. Um, but one thing that it does not have which all, I find all these games like this do not have, is that there's no like cloud save or anything. So if you if you want to play it on multiple so devices, amazing. you have no way to like you cannot access the same vault on your phone uh, on your tablet. You just have to create a new one, which I I have to think is only so that way like if you spend actually spend money on like the um, you know like on any of the uh, the in-game content, you have to do it twice or you, you know like. No, it's, it's, it's just a way to double dip. Yeah, it's awful because I think that game save is part of Google Play services now. I think we talked about this like over a year ago. Yeah, and they don't have you don't have to do anything. Yeah, they you announced it over a year ago. Yeah, they announced it over a year ago, but it's getting the developers to implement it. You know. Well, when what makes it even more terrible is that um, I just uh, got a link. To a uh, to an article that says that uh, there there are a couple of bugs that could potentially um, like if your phone runs out of juice while you're playing it. Um, I think there's a couple other scenarios. It could wipe out your save game. Nah, so you could have spent. Nah, yeah, uh, I'm telling that's you. That's just scary rumors. Well, just make sure you have a quick charger. Make sure you're using a jackery, and that won't happen, huh? Huh? That's right. A jackery. Yeah, jackery. A jackery? What's that, Matt Lee? Gee, I'm glad you asked, Joey. I'm actually reviewing these, and they're kind of awesome. They're just little phone chargers, but they also charge your vape pens if you're smoking weed, so that's awesome. Jackery. Oh, I was wondering what the what the hook was. Oh, no. Because it looks yeah, just like a battery. Charging my phone. Oh, it appears my phone is charged because this little tiny thing only charges it once. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. <laughs> What's the retail price on those, and I how's the performance no compared to other they chargers? They gave them to me for free, so who knows? In that case, they work amazingly well, and everyone should get one because they sent us a free one. Uh, well, except for this. I mean, it's, it's if you have a small battery, sure, it's fine. If you have a 6-inch, I wouldn't recommend using this with a 12-inch. They do make bigger ones. Jackery. Don't jackery your 6-inch. Mm-mm. Jacker, you're 12. It's no good. They are never going to send us any more stuff. That's okay. Looks like uh, 13, 14 bucks on Amazon. Not bad. Maybe for a little, little more. 19, yeah. It's a 3,200 milliamps. Wow, that's pretty good. For how small it is. I mean, the other one I have yeah. is 20,000, and it's like a eight pound brick. So, you know. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Sorry, we weren't so the doing little ads. One will I bail you out of a problem. Yeah, yeah. The, the little one will bail you out of an issue where you're where you're dead and you need to make a phone call. The big one is to me less interesting because if you're hauling around something that's bigger than the device you're trying to charge, uh, <laughs> something. Well, yeah. <laughs> and they make one that's a 10,000 that's like in between this and then the big brick that I have. That is a different company. But, yeah, it's they're still heavy, oh. like real heavy. Well, when I was in high school, I had a laptop that uh, the battery went in it. So I figured out how to hook it up to an 18-amp-hour battery that used to run nice. a uh, – that I could run a lawnmower off of. That's how So uh, I used to carry that around in a backpack strapped to me with a laptop plugged into it. So uh, I've done the bigger – the battery bigger than the device thing, and I don't want to do it again. I used to own an Alienware laptop, so there. <laughs> There you go. Those of you who have had those before know. Joey, it sounds know. like you have an abusive relationship with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you just wanted to punish yourself. I, I have recurring back injuries to this day. Um, actually, ironically, it was pretty well balanced because what it was was a Zenith Super Sport 8086 laptop. So it weighed about 8 pounds. The battery weighed about 12. So kind of balanced. You know, Why did you have an 8086 laptop? Um, heck, I still got it. Uh, I didn't think you're old enough to have ever even seen one of those. Thank you. Um, actually, yes, thank you. I'm technically not old enough to have, have uh, owned one. His beard but did, someone though. someone gave it to me used. Your beard owned one. That runs, uh, runs Windows 2. That's impressive. On a 720K floppy. A pair of them. No hard drive. Is that a six-inch Great floppy? Great editing text. Or a 12-inch. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Eric, three, take... three and a half inch. It's one of those bulky roll floppy disks. Eric, are we getting yes, Project man. Aura anytime soon? Eric, Project Aura anytime soon. We're never going to see this uh, thing. Well, you're not getting... Pro- I, yeah, I don't think in, in your lifetime you're going to get to see Project Aura uh, they are they are delayed once again. Um, this time though, I, and this makes a little more sense. They're saying that this this whole idea of you know going to Puerto Rico and using it as a test market, no, nah, that's dumb. They're just going to pick a few uh, a few U.S. test markets um, instead. Puerto Rico is like I don't know that's semi-U.S. So weird. but like they're going to come to the actual U.S. That's weird though. Like that's that, official. Folks. That's like something happened. Somebody like cut some more fiber over there, or oh, that was Cuba. Never mind. I do. You th- I mean, I gotta think maybe they just couldn't make the deals with, uh, with the uh, wireless carrier there. there or? The wireless carrier. Well, you know that, that I think, the carrier. They they might be having economic problems there too. I think like the the kind of. Yeah, Puerto Rico defaulted on loan or something. Yeah, Puerto Rico. The entire state is is dealing with, or pardon me, not state, the entire island, which is, I guess, a... It's a country. Eric, what is it? It's like a protectorate or something. I can't remember what it is. It's part of America, bro. Yeah, but it's not a state. state. Eric, do you recall what the official designation is? Uh, Yes, I do. I'm trying to... It's a commonwealth. Commonwealth. Commonwealth of... Puerto Rico. 
Okay, so uh, the, the Puerto Ricans, they are experiencing an incredible... Okay. Uh, hold on, hold on. I can't do a Puerto Rican accent, I'm sorry. Home, uh, if, you're, if you're playing the, the game at home, you can drink now. Mm. <laughs> and drink drink for me as well. Eric, do you think the country asked for Moto G's instead? And they were like, hmm... Mm. Maybe. Maybe they're like, why did you Moto G? You might as well a CB radio on a teletype. Nah, the Moto G is a good phone. How dare you? Well, I wanted I to buy one. So huh. What, Shane? Mm. You guys. The new Moto G, I, you guys. I wanted to buy one. <laughs> uh, but they're sold out in the 16K model. And 32 is just, it's just overkill. No, no more. No one will ever need 32 gigs of memory. You know, I liked you with the beard, Eric. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, in all seriousness, Puerto Rico is going through some serious economic troubles, and people are leaving the island almost as fast as they can get off uh, from what the, the, the hype people would have you believe. So they may have just decided that that was not the best test market, particularly where, if you think about it, you got to fly all the parts over there. You got to fly the support people over there. You got to fly. You know, make sure it works with the local carrier. Any issues, you know, all the tel- all the phone calls and support and whatnot are going to have to come back across the the ocean. Uh, and it, it's all just going to be very costly enterprise. <laughs> well, it could be a bit, well, I'm just saying it could be very costly. I, I believe Eric lives like ten times as far away as the United States. <laughs> well, it's not coming here either. <laughs> I, I was surprised about a. I mean, I guess it's mostly from Apple people that making fun of the fact that Project Error is delayed a little bit. Because the modular iPhone is coming out soon, right? Yeah. Like Project Error is like a whole new thing. I mean, just wait. I don't know. what, Eric? I I still think that R is a good idea. I think it's. I, well, maybe, maybe it's not a good idea. I, it, it remains to be seen, but I think it's interesting. It is some level of innovation. Um, I want to see it come out. I, I, it does make more sense, though, to, to do it as like a continental U.S., like in multiple markets, rather than just one island. Um, it, I think they could still do it in Puerto Rico. The, you know, it's supposed, I think one of the aims was, can you, can you make a phone that's a little bit more economical? So you could do it in Puerto Rico where... You know, if they're having financial troubles, maybe that makes sense too. Um, it's just I, I didn't like the idea of it only coming out in Puerto Rico at first, anyway. So this makes more sense. It could just be them saying we, you know, thinking that they shouldn't uh, they they shouldn't uh, tie themselves down to such a small, uh, you know, initial beta. It also sounds like they have a mechanical problem with. Um how things are, are are snapped in, like they made they made a joke on Twitter about dropping the phone and no more electro permanent magnets. So it just explodes hmm. into the pieces that you have to then fit back together, like that puzzle game. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and, and have they you also ever done that with Legos. You know, you have spent like six hours putting something together, and it slides off that kitchen table, and it is just pieces. And you're eight years old, and you, honest to God, start crying, and then you get a therapist. Crying for kids. That's that's interesting, Joey. Let's let's go with that. Tell us, tell us more about that. I think we're really getting somewhere here. 
Yeah, no, I think you're good. No, this this is so a, why why is this? Go ahead, go ahead, it's Max. No, no, I'm done. I'm I'm just being a troll now. <laughs> why does it matter if like okay, you drop it and the pieces come out? Why are you dropping your phone? If that I drop this, good, that's a good it's point. That the, you it's know, likely the okay, screen. Hold on a minute. Is that a problem? You know whose phone doesn't have any cracks on it? Oh, mine. You know whose phone does? <laughs> like everybody else I know, except for you guys. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Have you guys heard of these things called children? No. They grab for things no. and they tend to drop them. I will smack. So, I will smack. Way, I will smack the shit out of a kid that exactly. tries to grab something like that. No way. I think I'm gonna cry. I will. Yeah, guy I went to high school with, mm-hmm. not uh, excuse me, college with, had all of his semesters work on a USB stick that had a blinking light on the end of it. His two year old went made and grabbed for it, snapped the thing off in the USB port on the tower. All of his work gone. And how did the two year old break uh, destroy his backups? Oh, interesting. He didn't have any. That no backups. Be, you know, this was 2004, must back just, when we were stupid. Must have been community college. <laughs> Actually, it was. <laughs> It's a weird, weird guess. I mean, nothing wrong with community college. I'm just, you know, Shane asked how, and I was like, well, obviously it was community college. All right. When I went in, it was technical. When they and they changed the name between my first and second year, I came out. It was community. It's still Devry. Diploma. <laughs> it's still the Devry. Diploma bro. actually says Easter Main Community College. Successor to Eastern Maine Technical College, successor to Eastern Maine Vocational Technical Institute. So they changed the name two or three more times. They're going to have to go to a two-page diploma. Yeah, who so they just told you when you joined. They're like, technically, it's a community college. <laughs> yeah, technically, it was a technical college. <laughs> was, was it Greendale? Technically, this says <laughs> diploma on it, but actually, well, like, don't try to use it anywhere. Yeah, but with Joey's leaving out, there was actually 10 years between his first and second year. Yeah, no, no, nice try. Um, but at least it wasn't the Medville School for the Gifted. Well, that's true. You could have been an X-Men. An X-Man. <laughs> Shit. I totally screwed that up. Dude, far side. Moving Hello. on. <laughs> I know I'm the captain of obscure analogies, but anyway, speaking if, of obscure if analogies... If you said did Kelsey you Grammar that- School, I would have got that more than what you did say. Ah, okay. all right. Well, speaking of obscure things, uh, uh, Google wants to bring your router out of the closet of obscurity and into the pleasant environment of your feng shui apartment in the form of the OnHub router. Hardware. This is a product that solves nothing, costs two hundred dollars. And is complete and total utter BS. Well, now hold on. Freaking hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on can now. You show us your, can you hold. show us yours since you've obviously used it already? Hold on now. First of all, Joey, show us your Belkin. Second of all, does this, does this, they they are good programmers. Is this some fancy thing that's going to prevent buffer bloat or packet collisions or anything like that? Or is it just using. WRT and like it's mostly a, it's mostly a high-end Wi-Fi router with ease of use features. It's supposed to be relatively easy to set up, but I mean, you know, it's probably going to be comparable to other two hundred dollar Wi-Fi routers in terms of overall performance. So, so, what does that do for Google as a company collecting signals for ads or Alphabet or whoever's putting this out? Like being on your internet like that is way is um, all the traffic, right? It's not okay, just traffic so to them. My, yeah, my theory is that and I don't have anything to substantiate this on, but you know how they want to 
make more popular wi their Wi-Fi network. Maybe this might be tied to that somehow. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this has anything to do with ads or tracking. No, this this is supposed to be an entirely new product line that they are just doing for a router. How can you um, say that? They are an ad company. You are on the internet. They make money. They are putting uh, themselves because, in between your computer and the internet. So all that traffic well, what, now goes through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the pitch on this thing is that the reason why people get poor Wi-Fi performance is because they want to hide the ugly-looking Wi-Fi router no, it's with its not. antennas. it's not. It's because every everyone has... In a closet. No, it's because everyone's yeah. lead paint kills the signal. Well, what they're trying to say is, is that this thing looks good, so you can put it on a table in the middle of the room, and you're going to have excellent Wi-Fi because it's going to be right where you want to be. Yeah. That's what you're saying. No, hold on. I if I could put my point. router uh, in the middle man. of my fucking room, I would. You know why I can't? Because the fucking phone jack is in the corner of another room. So, even with Thank this, you. you're not going to set it on your fucking kitchen table because you still have to run that 80-foot Ethernet cord into your other room. Right, but, but, but this does support... Oh, I hate you guys. It has, more, it has more channel management than most routers, and you can do quality of service for certain things. Yeah, and it's supposed to be, you know, very easy to set up. You know, the thing to keep in mind is there are a variety of selling points. One of them would be it's stylish and usage or whatever. That's not the overriding feature of why you would get it, but it's a selling point to it. So, well, I have brought up the point. It thir there's 13 antennas inside. It does a lot of channel management. And if you think about people that live, especially that live in cities where yeah. it's very, you're in an apartment complex or something yeah. like that where the it's the it's very, congested. very crowded. Yeah. Um I think that this makes sense. It's sure it's not a it's not a hundred dollar router by any means, but I think that it's compelling at two hundred dollars. I think especially you, if you're in that situation. Well your house maybe I think even in suburbia, when your houses are only separated by like a driveway, even then the signal management will come in handy. Yeah. I mean well, not even just at it too. I'm in a cement house. Like yeah. when you're most places in the world, um, like Europe and a lot of other places, have they, yeah. your house is not made of drywall. It's cement, and it is a bitch. Let me tell you. Like I have, I have a router, and then I have a, another signal extender. And if this place were made of made with drywall instead of cement, I would not have to have that. Like yeah. it's it's such a pain in the ass. So when I look at this, like 13 antennas and powerful, and yeah, I. I'm sorry, like, it does, how it looks does matter. I will run cable, you know, along the edges of my house to get it into a place where my wife will say, okay, that's fine, you can put it there. Um, because it's better to me and it's less kludgy than having fucking extenders all over the house. Yeah, I, mean, I have I have four Wi-Fi base stations, and I still have dead spots. Yeah. Well, I how know for me... How big of a house do you have? Uh, 5,000 square feet, ranch. I'm coming to live yeah, with you. Are you excited with that ranch? Or? <laughs> hey, hey, dude. There are rooms where nothing goes through. Huh. Right. When I'm in the basketball court in the sauna, I can't get my Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> <That's your action. laughs> no, I really can't turn on my no, stereo. No, no, my no. maid said she was going to quit if she couldn't get Candy Crush in the fourth bathroom. I, you know, what it is is the, the, there's a laundry room in the middle of the house, and I think there's enough metal there 
and stuff that nothing gets through. And there's insulation. Okay, so you have a five thousand foot ranch with a panic room in the center. Is what you're saying? <laughs> with all I can't get signal in my panic in room. Into the, the apocalypse, you know. We're all going to go to Shane's house, and we're going to bunk in his place because he's got the metal line. Yeah, there's only one, only one bedroom, though. Shit, I'm coming to live there before that. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> that's a lie. You have, like, eight bedrooms. No, there's only one bedroom. Okay. That's because he took the rest of them over and knocked the walls out. Oh, the wa- into, like, a <laughs> it's a loft. With an indoor tennis court or something. We, we you know, maybe a place to wash. <laughs> we take two bedrooms to make a gym out of them. Hey, who says programmers are poor? Uh, we're just, no, no, no. <laughs> no one's ever said that. Shut up. <laughs> but my biggest thing, honestly, in all seriousness, if this thing, I, I give a lot of crap to it because I think it's I think it's too expensive for most people because I don't think most people are going to see the value in a two hundred dollar router in their home. Small business, I could see it, but I also don't think that this thing is probably going to have VPN capability or filtration capability and whatnot that you want to have in a business. That uh, uh, this is really a Huh? It has four gig onboard storage, so they can update the software. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible. It's supposed to be a competitor to Apple's airport, whatever you call it, Wi Fi station. Capsule. Time capsule, yeah, thanks. People spend money on that stuff. No. I mean, I've got a $200 router right here, so. It's when they're, like they, like the, they're expensive one breaks, then they go for the cheap one, and then they're like, holy shit, this does the exact same thing. And then they stick with the cheap ones. See, that's my point, is that I can buy, I can sell you, I can resell right now to a customer for like seventy nine ninety nine ish a Cisco small business wireless router. It will be a low-end model, I will admit that. It will not have necessarily gigabit, but it will have Wi-Fi. And... It's going to provide you decent coverage. As a matter of fact, there's two of them off to my right in my network closet right now, and one of them is being used by my downstairs tenant who has awesome coverage, uh, an entire floor lower than I do, and I can hit, um, well, I can hit one of mine from the driveway um, without any trouble. And this is like a seventy-five. Uh, at the time, they were a little more expensive, but now they've come down. They're about they're about eighty dollars, give or take. Um, you can resell them for that, and if that can do that, what is this $200 unit going to do that those can't? And I'll that's, that's always the thing that I'm thinking about for my you. customers. Can those prioritize Netflix over other traffic? They, yes, they, all, they will. They because they're that. the small business grade ones. They all do that. If but you this, go out and buy your average. Joey, what? this is going to hook up to the smart home hub. Mm-hmm. Is yours going to do that? Yeah. yeah. Can you control can you control those from your phone? Can you control the weather from that? Yeah. I don't think the argument. I don't think the argument is that this is perfect for everybody, but yeah. no, I will argue that there is a market for this. There's and an it's Asus one coming up. you think? Too. What's that? There's an Asus coming up too. They're they're doing a model too, which is interesting. They make some good routers. They're expensive. I think that if, if you good. if you have coverage problems. Like if, if if you have coverage problems and you're looking at getting a second router or getting a um, an extender, the extender is going to cost you at least fifty bucks, if not seventy five or a hundred, if you want one of the good ones. Um, and they don't. It probably makes more way. sense to get one device. What's that? I don't feel that ex- every extender I've ever worked with has had the same exact problem. The area that you're trying to cover or the area that you need to put the extender in to get, extend the coverage 
yeah. has either no electricity or no room there or no building there. It's over open space, and they just never work well. And you wind up running a network cable for about the same cost as the extender, and you wind up with better performance. I, I think you should look at – I mean, definitely, if you can wire it, then that's better performance. But you should look at the new Netgears that have come out. I, I don't have the model number offhand, but I've – I have tested two of the uh, of the latest Netgear Wi-Fi extender models. They work great. It's just that it it makes more sense just to have one device. And I think that this device oh, yeah. could be this is uh, this one device is a better solution than stringing together two. Yeah, yeah like, I, I ordered one and hoping I'll be able to order. I'll probably give you at least one other one. But um, mm. what you guys know? Yeah, Ermagerd. Uh, actually, yeah, I would be interested to hear what you think of that, Shane, um, in all seriousness. Yeah, because um, I have some de- – I just know dead spots where nothing gets through. I'd like to know. Does brick typically block signals too? I, I have no yeah. extra. Yeah. Uh, you, the worst is usually con- is, le- is rebar-aligned concrete. Uh, second to that is uh, usually metal siding, uh, which ironically, I have aluminum siding on this thing. And uh, on this house, that is, and my signals still get through it, which they say they're not supposed to, but they do. So yeah, I don't it's, know. Um, I see a cancer bill in your future, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you, I will give you a piece of advice on wireless hardware. If you go by um, the previous generation of whatever you want, you'll find it on eBay from corporations that have upgraded. And you can get it cheap. I, I have been using and loving uh, D-Link DWL3200 APs, which are five, six years old model. They're 802.11G. I don't do any s- serious um, work over them except, you know, just Internet access, which doesn't require anything faster than G. Um, and you know what? They pick them up on eBay all day long for 20 to $50. And they're just an access point, and they are a corporate-grade access point with corporate-grade cell phone uh, – with, uh, excuse me, corporate-grade radios and two external antennas that you can extend and put even longer antennas. Uh, I don't – I got to hide those on Sorry, you broke up. What? That sounds ugly. I have to hide that away behind the bookshelf or something. Yeah, it is, but it works. I want a router that I, I, is in is the shape of a, a book. Yeah. Router in the shape of a book. Ooh, that would be cool. That's right. Internet, you can have that one. <laughs> Just give him back. You know what All else right. you can have? Internet? The Blackberry Venice coming out on four carriers. When? November? Who's excited? I know all of you are. Show of hands. Yay. Only because I, that's my choice is Blackberry or Apple at work. I would totally go for this. If that was or that is your... No, it is. <laughs> wow. And Currently. you haven't quit? What fascist organization do you work for? I know, right? <laughs> it's like Chick-fil-A or something. I work for your government, Shane Brady. Whoa. Shane Brady so, doesn't have a government. Can we put hashtag thanks Obama for your having to choose a blackberry? <laughs> for the next year. That, that's, a, that's a way deeper conversation that I'll get, I can get into you, with you offline. Eric, how do you feel about your upper management? Yeah. Well, well, the hour's almost over, so I guess we'll just have to hold it for another 
So that's you know, the yeah. job is deleting uh, state of uh, state department official emails. No, actually, it's deleting state <laughs> department I've officials. Never put a server in a bathroom. Pornography. <laughs> but he probably deletes emails too. Oh uh, yeah. Did you guys see that quote from Hillary Clinton? They asked her, "Oh, you were in charge. Did you wipe the server?" And she says, "What do you mean with a cloth?" Well, yeah, you got to get the fingerprints off it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they know that much. Multi. I typically use a tissue. A tissue. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, this is I. Whatever. I think I think BlackBerry people will be happy um, to not be running BlackBerry software anymore. It looks ugly, but it might be a good a good. I don't platform. think it looks ugly. I don't like the look of it. You don't like a hardware keyboard, Nick. That's your problem. See, you're a software keyboard kind of guy. This is a hardware keyboard kind of phone. Doesn't I, match. I up. will say I am a reformed uh, smartphone user. I used to like the keyboards, but now I'm all for the for the touch screen. So, I mean, it, it looks kind of like a mashup of a uh, Nokia device, to be honest. Lumia. Yeah. With the rounded edges. But people love the blackboard keyboard. I mean, I've never heard anybody say the keyboard is bad. People just got used to soft keyboard. So, I think the keyboard on BlackBerry is, is bad. I think the perspective on this picture is awful. <laughs> if I got the <laughs> phone, if I opened the box and the phone actually looked like that, I would be so pissed. <laughs> I, That's just a render. You skewed the trying to facts. make the keyboard look bigger. <laughs> Just a little the, This is like, really, this is the, if you want a hardware keyboard, you're either going to get this or you're going to get the BlackBerry Classic. And I think this is the way that the, uh, this is the way that BlackBerry wants to go in the future. Um, they should have tried this a couple of years ago. That's the only thing, so. Yeah, but I mean, now they, they have server software that they, they can be device agnostic. Um, this makes it easier for them, though, because if they do move to Android, then they're not they're not making sure that their server software, which is in a lot of these businesses and corporations still, they don't have to make sure it works with BlackBerry, Android, and iPhone. They just got to make sure it works with Android and iPhone, and that when you know the Windows Phone stuff, you know whatever. Nobody uses it anyway. So will this <laughs> be running Android M, Eric? I would hope so. <laughs> well, it's probably running KitKat or some shit. They <laughs> haven't updated their SDK in a while. Speaking of which, I wonder if, if M is going to be Marshmallow when we get to S, is that going to be S'more? That would be Ooh. awesome. Well, it is Marshmallow. Do you think someone had to actually like go dig in the trash to like pull out their SDK and like, like oh, wait, I found it. Here it is, guys. Wait. Don't throw it. Yeah, Don't. guys. They, they went... <laughs> Like the dust came off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple pages just disintegrating. <laughs> the Dead Sea Scrolls fell totally. out of the SDK. Totally. Like, we and, didn't think we'd did, need these again did, ever. We'll just... One more thing. I did. The, we, we mentioned it, but M is Marshmallow. Is that yeah. official? I feel like we're getting um, trolled. It is official. Are we yeah, getting trolled? Official. I'm fine with that. I would Statue prefer to Hmm. What, Shane? The statue is out. Is it like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters, but an android? Like with, no, a, with his little suit no, I don't, I think and hat? They avoided, they avoided a, a destroyer of worlds. Uh, <laughs> that would have been awesome. It, it just it looks like an android hugging a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> like a I, you know, I, I, hate to, I hate to say this, but I gotta wonder, 
here in Maine, if you ride in the back of a pickup truck and there's not a seat with a seat belt in the back, oh, you're committing a Class C felony. That's illegal, yeah. And they got two women holding up the, the statue in the back of the truck on this picture. So I'm just saying, I don't know what the rules are in California, but that looks a little. <laughs> Joey, when That's you're Google, sucks. there you are guys no. also didn't like the. You attack, Joey. I'm I'm done. <laughs> uh, has anybody else run Marshmallow other than me? Otherwise? I'm still trying to run Lollipop, bro. Come on. <laughs> um, the Doze stuff, the, the power saving stuff seems pretty legit. La what? I left my phone off. Doze. I thought you said goes like goes are the. <laughs> that would have been, not goes That would have been awesome. <laughs> I left my device off the charger overnight, nine hours, and it used three percent battery. Cool. So that's if you're not using it for like an extra long time. It detects that and pretty much just shuts all its shit down, except it, for it, your alarm yeah, clock. I mean, like nothing. It's yeah. like alarm clock running, and that's it. Pretty much. Nice. But when, when it, it sinks pretty fast, so when you pick it back up, it, you know, not like you're missing anything. So Assuming you're I think it's legit. Is. I'm thinking about putting the uh, marshmallow on my uh, Nexus 6 daily driver. Nice. Good deal. Was everyone excited? Nice. That, I mean, the, that, that finally happened? I'm just hoping it's better than Lollipop was. So if it is, and. I'm 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 all down for it. It's gonna be No, nothing was wrong with Lollipop, but all the upgrades to Lollipop were rough. No one with an X8 processors on Lollipop, that's for sure, Eric. I know for me on my original Nexus Seven, Lollipop was was pretty rough initially. It took a couple of those updates for it to run better. Yeah, and this is more. It's weird that they went to a full 6.0, but. There may be more stuff underneath that makes that more appropriate, but uh, it, it's very much like Lollipop, but um, Android Pay very good on power. Better app permissions. Uh, serious question, Shane. Um, the, the, what are you running? Is it a dev preview, or is it a Cyanogen, or what is it? It's de- they just a dev, uh, developer preview 3, which is the final SDK, not the final version of Marshmallow. It was released uh, Monday. So this is um, yeah. I, I there's only I haven't come across too many bugs. <laughs> so there won't be. So that's going to be the last version to be released before they actually release it. Yeah. This, yeah. The, the the SDK is finalized. So there won't be any new APIs, and um, so so developers can start developing for all the new stuff and permissions, and um, they'll be fixing the bugs from now until they release the. Nexus 5 and the Nexus 6 2015 editions. I wonder if the so, Nexus 4 will get it. I, I think it, well, they've been getting the previews, so I don't know why not. I wonder oh, cool. who's good. kicking themselves in the ass for that stupid naming convention and then not realizing, like, oh shit, we're at 6 already. Uh, let's just call <laughs> it the second edition 5. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you, know, you could have uh, Googled how to name things better, Google. <laughs> Stupid. Well, they all, it was kind of by accident, right? Because the Nexus 4 was, that wasn't really 4 inches, and the Nexus 5... Well, the Nexus right? 1 wasn't really 1 inch, bro, was it? I mean, come on. <laughs> no, but then they kept increasing... Well, the tablets were, right? The 7 and 10, those were named after the actual sizes, but the and rest of the shit... Too. 
Was it? Yeah, Nexus Nine is a nine-inch tablet. Interesting. By, by the way, that's a, apparently that now one's great on uh, Marshmallow. Nice. Nexus hmm. Nine. Actually, you should you should try that, Eric. Since I sold you my piece of crap one. Put the marshmallow on it. Yeah. All right. So nice. I, if they see with Nexus Five in a year, that will be fine. That'll be fine. Yeah, I wouldn't take a chance on my daily driver phone, but I could probably do it on my Nexus Nine. Oh, you should definitely have the Nexus Nine. I'm gonna okay. just wait okay. until Verizon I graciously well, I pushes. I how it would work on my Nook Color. I got a Kindle <laughs> that'll. All right, Eric, what's our email address? Our email address is showattackoftheandroids.com. How about that? Same thing it was last week. I like that. <laughs> That's right. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. We are on Google and Facebook and Twitter. And that's Shane, and that's Nick, and that's Joey, and that's Eric. So find us online. Other than that, we'll catch you next week. I might not be here, but that's all right. The show will go on because Eric will continue things while I'm gone. That's right, Eric. Hold it down. (laughs) AttackoftheAndroids.com. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. You can join us every week at www.attackoftheandroids.com slash live.